Welcome to Wednesday Comics, episode number 10, one zero, decade long. We've been doing this for a decade, you know that? Getting old. We do one a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to my left, that is nine o'clock, learned how to tell time, is Mr. Fantastic himself, Alex. Hi. He's called Mr. Fantastic because he's got long fucking arms. <laughs> and the gray hair on the side of my head. And That's he loves the word. Up ahead of me, we have, <laughs> at my 12, the Invisible Jets, Garrett. What the fuck does that mean? Hey, I guess. Invisible Jets. You don't know Wonder Woman has Invisible Jets? I know she has not <laughs> So what does that have to do with me? You mean you're always here, but we can't see you. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm scared. Make zero sense again. <laughs> uh, ten episodes in. It's going strong. Boom. I'm liking it. I've enjoyed it. It's up 605 and others. A lot of stuff has changed from episode one. I actually got scripts now. We write down who does the books. We don't flip through the books anymore. Like how he says we got scripts now, and he just hadn't this one this week as opposed to other weeks. Well, well usually, I have usually one. he yeah. has one. I'm saying I usually before, remember, we would just flip through books and like look who the creative is. Now I take time to actually write them down ahead of time. It's that way I'm just read the script. Making assist. I'm working on putting more time in. We changed the format. We used to have a, w- a different format the first three episodes, and then we're like, let's do no, this. First two episodes. No, I first three. Even with John on? I thought it was, it was Corey, David, and John. And they all had Yeah, like, and we each had our own segment. And then we just, oh, I, that's right. Mm-hmm. So now we do reviews, a feature, books of the week. Speaking of which, what came yeah. out this week? What are you looking forward to? What do you recommend? Ooh, we got uh, Jupiter's Legacy Volume 2, number three out this week. Mm-hmm. Looking forward Fantastic. to that. Fantastic. Already top of my uh, yeah, list. Yeah, so that's, I think, my favorite one, most anticipated as, for this week. As read. you read. Bottom of the list, yep. me personally. Oh, I gotta, I gotta build up to that special. No, I, special go, I book. go right away. Uh, East to West came out this week, number twenty nine. Twenty nine. I'm excited for that. That what, is going to be like an action ep- uh, uh, issue. What's there's one more book came out from Image this week. That I'm like Lazarus yeah. twenty four. Yep, that's God. That's been good. Um, Saga thirty seven. I got. I got it, got but two. I can't read it. <laughs> Tokyo Ghost ten. Oh, oh I already right. read it. You guys, this whole fucking series. You know, you want to say it. Fantastic. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> it I've never called a comic book series beautiful. The series is beautiful. Like makes me get misty just thinking about the story. Rick Remender, Sean Murphy, final Mine issue of a ten issue yeah. series. Possibly oh. doing more later, but like we said before, I don't think when I, you guys that, read it, if you're not like, holy fuck, this is just fuck guys, it's beautiful. I'm I I read your perfect score. Perfect score. I saw a ten out of ten. And I, in my brain, got a little like, oh, is it really going to be a 10 out of 10? Or am I going to be a dick and go, eh, it's a 7. You haven't read it yet. My hope is that I'm impressed. Because I, I, one of my pet peeves is a a story that ends not well. I think we need to talk about it next week for sure after you guys have actually read it. Yeah. Because it's definitely worth talking about. But I look forward to it. And that cover, uh, is it Dustin Wynn did it? Yeah, there was two covers. One by Dustin Wynn, who painted it. And it's the cover of Debbie on her the reindeer, reindeer the thing. caribou thing. And I think everyone here bought at least that variant cover. I'm hanging that shit on my wall. I think he got... No, you didn't get stuck with it. We got you the regular one, right? Yeah, I got the regular one. Marvin didn't buy I got it. Both. You and I did. I got Either the one original. Fine, though, so. Oh, that oh. variant. And uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe came out. Team and Universe? Is it the same creative team? Different people? No. Um, I don't know the first name, but Alor is the writer. He did the uh, Mighty Mutant Animals book. It was a mini series for the main series. It's pretty good. So it's the because they used to those micro series and stuff like that side things. These are like basically now you're gonna have a series that's devoted to like those kind of stories. Is that kind what it of. Is? Well, at least that's what I've understood. It's about the other characters that don't get as much screen time, but it sounds like the turtles are still a big part of it. So yeah. And uh, Earth Two Society Annual Number One, I believe. Um, it's kind of nice because 
most of the reason why I get that since Convergence is the Dick Grayson Batman storyline. Um, cause I kind of joined on when Convergence started. Um, and it's gonna, this whole issue, I guess, is about, it's called Legacy, is what the issue is titled on the cover of the page. So, definitely. Oh, what do you got? It's on the list. Same thing as you. I think we need it all. all Saga 37. Looking forward to Fan of Staples and Brian K. Vaughn. The first issue in, oh, God, let me look it up. So, uh, start of a new arc. And I believe. Is it? The 36 I thought came out just a couple weeks ago. What? Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I guess I only picked it issue up. Issue 37 weeks ago. is back with its most epic storyline yet. It's the first issue of a self contained event we've been building to since the very first issue. So now it's the perfect time for readers who love Saga's best selling collections to join our monthly adventures. That was you. You read that solicit and you were like, let me jump on board. That's you listen to Brian K. Vaughn. Let's go with that. Let's say he wrote that. I don't know even if he wrote that, but somebody I'm, wrote that and they were speaking to Alex directly. Right there. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. So last week, some books came out. That was August 24th. Holy shit. Two I'm weeks impressed. in a row. Marvin knows dates. He actually knows time and dates now. You know what book came out? little book called Detective Comics 939 by James Tinian IV, pencils by Eddie Burroughs, and colors by Antrio Lucas. So in this issue, this is the conclusion. No, not yet. No. Of the I don't think so. I think it's, this is it's definitely right before the climax of the storyline. Mm-hmm. We have an issue of, okay, so the drones are coming. They're going to kill people that part of the League of Shadows that doesn't right. exist, but they're using it as an excuse to fund this military project. But how they're doing it is the drones are attacking like a like a building, basically. And if there's innocence in there, like, so be it. As long as they knock out the threat, their goal is just, we want to get rid of the threat. If innocents get hurt in the meantime, they don't care. So it's a messier version of Winter Soldier. Correct. Okay. Like, there's going to be more casualties just to knock out the actual targets and they don't give a shit well at least the whatever this secret group colonel kane's colony exactly Um, what'd you think i liked it the best part of it can't deny except for one part about it is the when it opened with bruce wayne yeah it was the funeral that was great except the drawing of uh, uh what's it called thomas and martha i was like that doesn't look like any thomas and martha it didn't even occur to me that we were at their funeral yeah it kind of I was just trying to figure out who they were because that's I've never seen them drawn that yeah, way. Yeah, it did take me a second too because he was like, "Oh, that's my sister," and I was like, "And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot." They turn. They, it looks like they that. turned Martha into a redhead just so the Canes could be related to. The <laughs> yeah, ones. I think that kind of. I think that was one of the things that kind of bugged yeah. me. So I don't know, but other than that, I mean, the issue was great. I mean, Red Robin was obviously the star in this. He's on the freaking cover, so I I enjoyed it. Right up the ante. The storyline I think is pretty great, and the dialogue itself, like the character interactions, like. Tinian definitely gets how all these characters speak. None of the people speak, I think, alike or even act alike. Like, uh, for example, um, Cassandra is definitely very, like, she doesn't really say anything, but she, you know, she's the most powerful one there besides Batman, obviously. But then you have Stephanie, who's more like the less sure of herself because she's younger, the youngest out of the team. You have Tim, who's very smart and, like, uses his intellect to fight these guys rather than, but then at the end, he finally is like, okay, let me fight now, which is the fucking best moment of that whole book. <laughs> which yeah. was great. He makes them all go towards him instead of those targets because he knows he's going to be one of them. So he just redirects them to him and now he's going to fight them. But he does also say it's all math. So he's also using his intellect to invite them. Right. Batman also like the interaction on the rooftop 
when Batwoman and him are sitting there. Yeah, and then he's told that, hey, Tim, redirected all self, and he looks at her, and she's like, just go, you don't have to say anything. Like, that moment is so great. Like, I really like that also. Mm-hmm. The intro, yeah, I like the intro a lot, too. I also noticed in this issue, and I don't know if they did it, because Eddie Burroughs is back from the first two or three, I believe. Uh, he did the first two. I don't think he did in those first two, but in this one, I noticed that it would be a certain style, and then there'll be a character moment when he would just, he would paint them instead. And it would just be their face. There's the beginning you have um, Kate yeah. at the funeral that paints her face. And later on you have Tim's painted face. And there's one point when you have Stephanie, her painted face. Yeah, Batman. So you have you have Batman too. Which I didn't care for. What, the painted? Yeah. Looked? To, me, it, to me, it took me out of the story. It changed the the form and it bothered me. I think it was nice to like The painting looked nicer than the rest of the art did. But it ruined the flow for me as, oh, here's a stamp of someone's face. Oh. No, I liked it. Alex, what do you think? Oh, by the way, you know what it says right here? 10 out of 10. That's what I gave it. Seriously? Yeah. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I liked it more than last issue, I think. And it's definitely... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I feel like you guys are so easy giving out 10 out of 10s. Well, or maybe I'm holding my books to a higher standard now. What didn't you like about it? Um, I felt like when you saw Batman's cape, that annoyed me. There was this like... It oh, lo- I hate It looked like cape. feathers. I don't like his cape, yeah. That's so one point off, so that's at least a nine for Marvin. <laughs> it's like going to take off the quality of the book because I don't like his cape is made. Yeah, but... The it, art wasn't bad. It just didn't like the choice. Yeah. So it looked like he was Owlman, not Batman. I found Batman to be too chatty. Batman does well, not talk that much. that's because he's that being me. outed by Cassandra. Cassandra's like, okay, you knew this this whole time. Wait, not Cassandra, Kate? I mean Kate, okay. sorry. Why the fuck... Uh, did you like you knew my dad was a part of this and he's like well and then he kind of tells you how he figured it out and like it's fucking batman right there oh so for you who too needs chatty. his fucking plan figured out do you mean too cool. chatty in terms of like he spoke too much in general or he was too like jokey i don't think he was too jokey now i got the one jokey part was clayface pretending to be batman yeah which when i read it originally pissed me off though i got to I, know, I had to double check on that i was like what, I the, thought, fuck? what the hell because that yeah. bothered me and then i I realized he goes, oh, you're not buying it? Okay. Then he turns into I thought it was going to be like Tim hide inside Batman's suit, but then it turned mm-hmm. to be Clayface. like, oh, yeah, okay. So I that, it was him right that away. one didn't bother me. I actually enjoyed that. That was clever. But I just found Batman too jokey, too talky, and I don't like that. But you love that in also our Batman. You said it was the best thing. He's jokey. I think in my head when I see a detective needs to be more serious in my head. And I'll start Batman. I, to me, it's not a part of continuity. It's just it's doing its own thing. I think it is, though. Isn't it? I have no idea. All-Star Batman is in in continuity, though. It is in continuity. How can he be three places at once? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the fucking whole... Jeez. It's just kind of like... I don't know. I give it a 6 out of 10. 6. Because I'm expecting more. I'm expecting more from this book. And so far... What more could you want? You gotta. Okay, do you, I just you told get, you what I want. You get this as a team book. This isn't a Batman book. Yeah. It's called Detective Comics, not Batman's Family. But it is Detective Comics and Detective... They're all... It's mainly a Kate and Tim book. And there's no case to be solved. Batman's already solved everything. What do you mean? Every issue? drones are coming to kill fucking everybody. That's the issue. That's not. De- that's not a mystery, huh? To me, detective means there's a mystery, right? I'm trying to find out what's going to happen. Yeah, and Red Robin's a fucking mathematician, I guess. With these drones, we're about to see how he gets a Sherlock Holmes to kill all these drones. Did you see how many <laughs> drones are coming into town? Well, he's going to use some mathematics and beat them up. I think so. How do you beat a thousand drones? Why don't people just nuke them? Oh, yeah? Yep. A lot, of, a lot of good people had that idea in their heads. Nuke Did it really work Robin. out for them? I don't think nope, so. Nope, just nuke Robin. Don't worry about Batman. He's too yeah. busy. Because you can nuke one person in a city and yep. everyone else will be fine. Yep. Well, everyone else dies. I'm just saying, just nuke one person. 
Action Comics 962, written by pencils by Steven Segorvia, and colors by Ulysses Ariola. What do you guys think? <laughs> I just heard Ariola. I heard a nipple when I go. Ariola? Hey, I, don't, I, hope, I don't know. Maybe they go by Areola, but I hope not. It's a foreign name. He got me in front of him all the time. Maybe it's like a Aurelia. Action Comics. I'll go first. I gave issue. it a six out of ten. And what did I give it? It's final issue of what? Did, yeah, Garrett. What happened? In this issue? Um. So it's the end of Doomsday and Superman's fight. Superman finally got Doomsday away from the people. Um. And yeah, he. he uh, there were some people sent in by. Oh shit! I don't even know who. Some yes, random, I don't know who or, some random organization tried to take Doomsday Oz and detain him. And Ozzy Man. I did like that part though. Yeah, Superman was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do the same thing, but just the Phantom Zone." Okay, and but then okay, there's actually a triple betra- like not betrayal, but like a triple aspect to it where yeah, Mister Oz or Doctor Oz or whatever the fuck his name is probably Ozymandias. Um Intercepted. That's what I'm. I think it is. is yeah. Ozymandias. Intercepted the transport of Doomsday to the Phantom Zone because he has use of him yet. So, um, but best part of the issue, I think, was Clark and Lex talk. Like Clark and Lex talking at the end of the issue. Choosing not to trust him right now until later on. Well, yeah. I mean, they're just kind of saying like where they stand. Like, hey, we can be allies. Doesn't mean I have to trust you. Because I know you're fucking Lex Luthor. I gave this book. What did you say you gave it? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Really? I thought the art was inconsistent throughout. Art wasn't that good. No. Well, see, now I thought this art was better than one of the previous issues I've seen. But there's, compared there's been, to that Kirkham, though? Out of this whole arc, there's been three, yeah. Tyler Kirkman. And uh first one was Doug, Doug Mankey, I think. Yeah. The first one. And then it's been. And Doug Mankey must be rotating between both super books because he, yeah, he, he did Superman one, one issue. Yeah. But also, like, some of the dialogue is very, very 90s stale, I think. It is Dan Durgan. <laughs> you know, it's been it in the business long I time. was like, oh, yeah, I know Dan's doing his own thing, like, doing what he's used to. But it's like, this is supposed to be like a new thing. Come on. There were things I liked. I, I enjoyed watching Doomsday kill those people, which sounds really disturbing. I did enjoy the knee to the stomach, yep. and he has his own, he has something coming out of there, so it stabs the guy. Yep. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I saw that, and I was like, that's what all those uh, spikes, spikes are, are for. for. <laughs> right. I never understood. I was like, what's that character choice that he has spikes all over him? And I was like, oh, that's why, because they're weapons. I, I could have lived with Wonder Woman coming to the conclusion earlier that, hey, I they're safe in the watchtower. No, but I enjoyed it because she like was like, no, Superman told me to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it wasn't until Lois was like, no, I give you permission. You can leave. I so, did. Okay. I did have to think about Superman, man. Lois and John are getting a lot of space uh, miles in, I guess. You know, they're, they're kind of out and about Earth, you know. Fuck Earth, I guess. I, uh, the other part that I could have lived without, Wonder Woman shows up in the Fortress of Solitude and a, another podcast I listened to talks about we got this and I got this. Oof. That was that annoyed the shit out of me. She beat him she, up. She she runs in with her shield, bashes him in the face, going, "I got this." It's like, oh come on. I did there like there was a fortress choices. of solitude, though. Yeah. I mean, I wish. Why can't I have the classic pre fifty two like crystals coming at diagonal skewways fortress of solitude? Let me see that. Give me that. Because I hate the fortress of solitude from the new fifty two. It's a blue dome. Fuck that. I want crystals. Give me some crystal meth. I mean I, crystals. <laughs> I did like the very end the, the, that they captured Doomsday, Oz does, and like this whole secret organization thing. Like that's the part of the story that I've enjoyed the whole time. 
And at the end of where it says, oh, next issue is about Clark Kent, the, the mystery Clark Kent. Who is he? Like, all that stuff is what I'm interested in. So I'm going to give one more issue. Good. Let's see how it goes. Nice. I, too, will only give probably one more issue if it does not impress three. me. So not, be it. If it's not good, I'm it's not for on. me. Something could shit in this book, and I'm sure you would still but get it. The thing is, I have faith in Jurgens. Yeah, it may be an overcarried on arc, but at least he knows Superman, the character. And I already trust him 100% for actually knowing what to do with Superman. Like, you, you, I mean, you read Superman number one from the New 52. Yeah. That's I what mean, I mean. He knows how to write Superman, but it feels like he knows how to write 90s. Older Superman. style. And, like, um, right. I just wish it was, like, something that's updated. Because mm-hmm. he's the look of him is very updated. But even that Lois and Clark, like, that felt like a different <laughs> Superman. Yeah. Like, like, a little bit. And it might just be because there's been so much action, there's not much chance to build them up. And the only dialogue he's using is in action scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, go do that real quick. Oh, no, you get him from over there. And I'm like, oh, no, let's bring him out of this city. Like, all that kind of dialogue. And it's just like, I wish it was just more smaller moments with, like, him and, oh, him and Lex in that issue. I love that a lot. Yeah, that part was good. So I was like, give me more of that. Give me more of him with messing around with his odds, trying to figure that out. And this Clark trying to, like, deal with another Clark in the picture that's not Superman and have, having powers. Like the family thing, if he brings that up again, that's fine. But in Superman, I think we get the family thing, so I don't need that. Right. But like in this one, I want the Lex interaction, and I want the the mysteries they've introduced. Like, let's get into it. It's been how many issues? Five, five or six. I don't even know. I say I don't know when next it's one's, this next m- one. Six, I believe. No, because it started with action, so the next one should be six. Okay. So this is number five. Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Corps, number three, written by Robert Vendetti, pencils by Rafi. Sandoval. Colors by Tomei. Mori. Mori. What do you guys think of this issue? Hal Jordan number three. Fantastic. Into it. Bringing it back. <laughs> I, liked, I, 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 loved, I liked it a lot. I, I love this book so far. I was telling Garrett earlier that I think this might be the strongest rebirth book for me. Um, I think we had that first issue, which is kind of more Hal Jordan specific. Second issue was, I mean, had Hal Jordan, but more core. And now we're actually in the mix of things. Like we're getting both stories kind of interlayered pretty well. I still, I want to know more about the ring that Hal created. I mean, I get it. He made a Green Lantern ring. Yeah. But it seems like, I mean, he's able to take on how many Yellow Lanterns at once? Well, he, uh, no, 12 at least, because he talks about that the 12 of them seemed unfair. So I wonder if this, you know, the gauntlet that made the ring, like, is this an, is he an extra powerful Green Lantern? No, he's always been that strong. He's always been that strong? Because his willpower, so. He he has no fear. Mm -hmm. So he has the. Like unlimited will. He's daredevil. Yeah, he's the man up here. Oh my God. <laughs> Look back there. There's the Green Lantern, no fear. <laughs> well, it makes sense. I just didn't, I guess, I I don't know everything about Green Lantern. I didn't know, you know if why? his, if it was a 1v1 kind of He has no matchup. fear because the thing he feared the most was his dad was a pilot. And the, fear he, the thing he feared most was his dad dying. And he saw his dad die in front of him. And he was like, that's the thing I was most afraid of in life. But now that it's over... I want to be afraid of everything again because, like, that's the only thing I was ever afraid of. What about mm-hmm. spiders? <laughs> you think he's Obviously afraid not of spiders? Because the, the made a construct of uh, he's got a Green Lantern condom around his whole body, like all the time. <laughs> so I think he's all good. Plus, if he was scared of spiders, that'd be just make contracts of spiders, and he would run away. But at this whole issue, I love the art. Art's fantastic. The whole thing. Yeah. I love everything about this issue except for one point. That's why I give it a nine out of ten. What one thing I did not like, 
and maybe I'll have to go back and reread it. But I got, kind of got lost in that semestral thing. Yeah, there was. A, I agree. It there was, was like, a lot going. All of a sudden, this guy shows up, and yeah, I don't understand what we're it talking was like about. an info dump of stuff that they've never brought up before, maybe, or maybe I wasn't paying attention before, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. And it, luckily, though, it was like two pages, and it was done. Mm-hmm. But those two pages, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not the reason I give it a nine, uh, nine out of ten. That was just it gets nine out of ten because a ten out of ten perfect. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, you have so, standards, but like, this is pretty close to a ten for me. I really. <coughs> I think it's a lot of bug. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now it won't bother us anymore. Um, I think though, like, I see I'm behind two issues on Green Lantern. I lost it. That's why I you're behind remember. two. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I think that I this is the the kind of Green Lantern book I want to read, and maybe I'm over because over the uh, hey, let's figure out how to, read, how to read Green Lanterns when I just want somebody who knows how to do it and right. do it well. That's how you get your fix with that. I think with Green Lanterns, you know, those are two unknown characters that have their own stories that you want to no. see them develop. Yeah, in a I mean, it's right. I, I still I read the, the first three and it's still it's still good. It's just I don't think it's for me mm-hmm. or what I'm looking for in Green Lantern. So right. more importantly, are you going to drop it or are you going to? Keep I don't know. It? I'm going to keep getting it for a little bit just to see how it is and not read. But look, like, I want I want to read the Ocean's <laughs> Eleven of Green Lantern's book where they're like. They know what they're doing. They do, they do it great. I don't want yeah. to read like, small-time crooks where they're trying to figure out how to rob a bank and they don't know how to do it. Yeah. I think I'd be more interested in Green Lanterns if it was what Sam Humphrey said it would be, the lethal weapon. It kind of is. It still kind of is. And that's, is I think yeah. that's the reason why I enjoy it. But I yeah. think in my head... Uh, Their interactions are very great. I love the, the two of them together. A lethal weapon would be like Simon is just berserk, kills everybody. And Jessica's I think like, he oh, d- I think he just meant style. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, also, but Simon's kind of like, not berserk, but is he's he also like, he's a hothead. Yeah. yeah. And he thinks he knows everything. Okay. So it is kind of like. Mm-hmm. But Hal Jordan, I mean, it's good to see him doing his thing. I mean, he's the most famous Green Lantern, one of the most famous, but I think he gets the most oh, spotlight. As that's Green what I was going to say. There's two other parts of other Green Lanterns that I loved. John Stewart trying to contact Guy. That whole, like, even art wise, that scene when he's in the dark, like trying to call him. I thought that was great. Because, like, that's John. He's checking in. He And he doesn't get Doing back the from, Marine thing. Doing the Marine thing. And then Guy, you just get a panel with bloody gloves. And he's like, what does he say? Like, oh, uh, who wants to fight again? Or something like that. Something, something like, that just means he's, like, in a fight. And he's enjoying I wonder who he's, he's fighting, though. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. We'll see that later. Because that was one of those things that I almost... I wanted to know right now who the hell is he fighting. Because I yeah. saw the the green, or Yellow Lanterns. I assumed, wow, he's just fist punching all these guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then I realized it wasn't. So I was. We'll hoping. get to that probably, and that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, guy, I love guy. Department H number five, written by Ooh. Matt Kent, art by Matt Kent and Charlene Kent, his wife. She's doing the colors. She's doing the pencils, I believe. Yeah. Um, watercolor pencils, not what I mean. Watercolor colors, which looks fantastic when you're doing underwater stuff, by the way. And it even like so in this issue, they go down into the cave. She finds her brother. Yep. Uh, Gets to see what's on, what happened. He's hallucinating from the the snakes. No, it's spiders. Water spiders or whatever. He's not afraid of them. (laughs) So, yeah, the water spiders. So, in this, these animals, these water spiders have like a parrot-like ability to mimic voices because they make you come close to them. Then they spit the stuff on you that makes you hallucinate. And it's supposed to break you down. That way you you die. They can also mimic you. Yeah. Mimic your voice to bring you in. So, they're looking, they've been looking for her brother for two issues. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's running at auction. He has about uh, an hour left. And the guy's like, well, it's going to take 20 minutes to go out to where we think he is. 20 minutes back. So realistically, well, we have like 20 minutes to like actually find him. They find him. And I mean, well, they were at like a little 
aqueduct where they had oxygen. Yeah, they went. They obviously off. went to the place where her, yeah. her, where her dad was doing research, and that's where he was. And they get in there. Now the thing, and I, I didn't take a close enough look. I should have went back and read it. Question: again. I haven't. Yeah. Now I am four issues behind. I bought the rest of them today. Are the spiders air breathing, or are they actually water spiders? Water spiders. Okay. They actually the beginning. They were in. You above, know what? They were. At, but they weren't underwater. So they could be Oh, yeah, they weren't. So, so. They're, But they're, they live on land they or They live on deep water, but in a cave that's like... Above. Has the oxygen. That doesn't okay. have water. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You would love this book for one reason and one reason only. And you got the issues. Like, they explained everything. At the mm-hmm. beginning of that issue, it, t- it tells you all about the spiders. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They put a lot of... Ba- I mean, they don't do just back matter. They kind of do it in front and... In yeah, back. it's like a diagram of the spiders telling you what each thing means. Well, you, you guys were talking... We hadn't talked about it on the show, but you guys kept talking back and forth. Have you read it? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I'm missing out. Well, I bought it's cool. It's a cool one. idea. It's a murder mystery Yeah, underwater. explain it because we haven't talked about it on the show yet. So, basically, I mean, I guess this is a spoiler if you're getting into the first issue, but obviously it's a murder mystery underwater. Um, it turns out there's... I mean, it's got to be in the future, some amount of years. I don't think it'd be the recent yeah, future. Yeah, because they've been, um, prior to this, they did a mission uh, in space in space where they were colonizing planets. So, yeah. obviously, it's in the future. And then um, Mia Mia's the main character, and her father, okay, spoilers, is dead. Like, okay, you heard it earlier. I but think that's, spoil- I that's think not a spoiler. That's the first list that they tell but you. But you don't find out till the middle of the issue in the first yeah, issue. But I mean, he's dead, and so the whole reason she's down there is because the organization that planted this group down there for research wants to know who killed um, her father. And so she's down there to investigate the murder. And the person that sends her down there is her ex-husband? Or as ex-boyfriend. I think I don't know if it's an ex. I mean, I think it's someone she still has a thing with, but it's not like there's no labels. So you had a, yeah, they had a thing before, right? So, so he still cares about. Her, like for example, like, on this issue, um, there's a point when he's telling them, "Oh yeah, everything's okay." Um, telling them, being like, "Oh yeah, stay calm, stay down there," and she does a flashback to when they were together, together, and he said that his mom would always worry about him getting captured by an adopter when he was a kid. So they came up with the secret language of nonverbal cues. Oh, so that way, if, he, if they were either of them were ever captured, they could do it to tell the other one, like if they were ever like in a video or something like that. You know what I mean? To tell the other person yeah. something in secret without giving the kidnappers any clues. So she, he tells her this story. She goes, oh, teach me your language. So cut back to the future. He's telling them, oh, yeah, be calm, all this stuff. And he's doing it to her. And he's like, get out of there. Yeah, he's like, he's like get the fuck out. He's like, it's not safe. Get out of there. And then the whole fucking, somebody sabotages the base because like stuff starts, water starts coming in and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and it happens to flood her room where she's yeah. been staying where she and has where all, all the evidence. evidence yeah, all the evidence is ruined now. Yeah. Hmm. That's the thing about this book that I love is like the, if you saw Hateful Eight last year, it's it, it it's that kind of trope of like you're in an enclosed space, like the thing where there's like, there's obviously some danger around you, but you don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure it out, but time's running out. Like in the thing, they're they're eventually one by one going to be taken out. And in this water's coming in there underwater. Eventually, the whole thing's going to go down. So yeah. is this a limited series? I don't no. think so. Matt Kent says and that him and his wife want to do this for years, and that every issue will give you one clue to who yeah. the killer is. He does what he said too. He goes, yeah. every issue has a clue of who the killer is, and I've looked at those issues over and over again. And I must not. It I won't make sense it. yet. I think. Yeah, it's too I was going to say. Game. There's nothing but, obvious so far, so that's why I right. love about it. If there's one clue per issue, there's nothing obvious so far. It's still going to be something subtle. 
And it's kind of cool on the edge of each page, like whatever issue you're on, there's like levels of water and the water's like going up on every page. So it's like, this is the fifth issue. So it's five columns up. You know, so he, I think this is a clue of this issue. And um, if it's not, forgive me, but uh, this is what I think. Okay. But in this issue, there's I a point. I know who the killer is. There's so. a point. I know you said you did, <laughs> but I don't believe a legless man is going to kill somebody without help. It says, okay, yeah, you could have help. And it's the guy with the dreads. Okay. But um, there's a point in this issue when she asks them all a question and you see all their faces real quick. And kind of forget what it is. But I've learned in my um, from college that when you tell a lie, I think you look to the left. And when you're trying to recall something, you look to the right. And oh, in that, shit. a couple people look forward and be like, oh, yeah, tell her something. And there's like one guy, no, two people that look to the left. And tell her something. I'm like, all oh, those two fucking guys are lying. Oh, shit. And so, like, I think that's the subtle clue in this issue. Okay. And one of them was the guy Who do you with the think dreads. it is? I don't know who the other guy was, but one of them was the guy with the dreads. No, I mean, who do you think the actual killer is? You know what? I'm going to go with you. I think it's that guy. Yeah, because the, the, guy with the, the dreads, thing that though. sucks. I he hate that though. in every murder. I mean, he's going to have help, but I hate in every murder mystery, whatever. It's always the guy that's overly nice to you. Like, the guy that's like, oh, fuck, I would never do that stuff. Like, I'm all good. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Out, like, it's, it's obviously the best not, friend of the dad. It's obviously not the, like, big, big guy who's like, their strength guy right that's like too obvious if it's him yeah. it's be like oh no fucking shit it's right. the guy who's mauled muscles that killed him mm-hmm. but he like died in a separate bunker that got blown up and then got flooded with water and he died that way so like necessarily it doesn't have to be somebody who's strong i guess the guy with the no legs could have done that yeah but um Still. yeah i think it's great though like mm-hmm. the the art in the book is very um unorthodox but it's a very mac kent style it's its own universe too. Like it's all yeah. It's all it's nice. It's intertwined. It's intertwined with my management and stuff like that. But like the colors and everything set this tone of like claustrophobia and also like when they go deep underwater, it's mm-hmm. like the colors just make it look. You're just like yeah, very claustrophobic, but also like it's very suspenseful, just on art alone. Right. I and agree. then then you get like the situations that they keep putting in, especially with all the waters and they're contained. They keep getting contained to a closer closer spot because each wing keeps getting broken like that's uh, two issues ago another one another wing got broken down yep. too so like they're getting like more you self-contained and eventually to be able to go in there yeah it's building up to like see the way you guys talk about it makes it seem like it's only going to be like 12 issues long yeah this one i know that's why i thought it, it was does seem too, quick but, but i, back I bet there will be i bet there'll be i mean what 24 issues is two years I mean, yeah, when he says it's ongoing, it doesn't mean that it, there's no end. It just right. means that it's not like 12 issues. It's probably, might be three years. Yeah. You know, like, you know. Um, 36, well, 36. every every mystery show, you're always going to have your first season where you think it's somebody and it's actually the nine fun close. Yeah. Like, I know this is a weird side note. Did you just watch him try to do math in his head? It was pretty good. Well, I was trying to think, is this a monthly book? That's what I was running. I can't remember if it's a monthly book or not. That's why I was like, is there an issue? So Marvin, you do your math in comics. You got it. One over number five, written by Greg Rucka, art by Leon Sharp, colors by Laura Martin. This is what, the third issue in the Lies lie storyline? Yeah, we finally, so the Steve, Wonder Woman stories, finally meet at the end. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, oh, actually, well, not yet. They haven't met yet. Not really. But Next people issue, he's with, they met. And so what happened to this issue? Well, you watch uh, Wonder Woman and Cheetah are on their way to, I, I don't know how to say his name, Uka Douchebag or Douchebag Swamp Things. Uka, well, not going to work here anymore. Pretty much. So Cheetah and Wonder Woman are on the way to go confront him, and it looks like uh, Steve and his team have actually been captured by the douchebag henchmen. 
I assume I assume he's the henchman, right? Because it's the swamp thing is the Ukatabwe or whatever. Right. The swamp creature. Not actually no, swamp thing. The swamp thing. Just happens to be green. <laughs> we'll talk about swamp thing later. Yeah. He was an hellblazer, but But uh so anyway, uh Wonder Woman eventually shows up and runs into the team that Steve was with, as Steve is now being prepped to be how do I want to say embodied by the spirit or soul or right. creature? I, I thought he was the sacrifice, so this creature could be. Oh, I thought free he was. The, move I him. thought he was going to be the body. I thought he was going to be the host. Yeah, that's what I. He's going to. Oh, right. so having the whole me, body. Though. He said, "Let me use it as a vessel." Oh, the hmm. <clears throat> so then he's going to become a vessel, and then Wonder Woman's going to have to fight Beat the, the shit out of him. And then you get a little conflict because she's not going to want to. Like, you have to I kill felt, him to kill the other guy. But I felt like not a lot happened this issue story-wise. Yeah. Art-wise, it was great. Story, I was like... It's a little slow, this storyline. Yeah, real slow. So, compared, was, Especially compared to the other issue, one year yeah. one. But I also feel like this story isn't that complex to tell. No. It's going to be... I mean, it's yeah. It's going to be mostly art. It's not going to be so much, oh, this is the... I think it's still solid, yeah. But I don't know what you mean. It's kind of sl- weird because you put it against the other one, and the other one's more fast-paced, so it right. seems slower. I think if... If we if this was by itself, we'd be like, oh, it's pretty fast because it's been, you know, technically three issues, but that's right. what been two months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's pretty far along for two months. Right, it's true. It was you, good. I, I enjoyed it. Hellblazer number one, written by Sam Oliver, art by Mortat, colors by what does it say, Alex? Who's the colors? Holy shit, Andre! <laughs> it's your Manowich. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. So Manowich and Mortat. They both color it. Some words. So in this issue, Alex, you didn't read it, but Garrett, you got it right? Yep, sure did. We get, so in the in the Rebirth issue, we see Swamp Thing helping out Hellblazer try to get back to London, mm-hmm. and he held out the Justice League while Hellblazer did this thing to break the curse. So in this issue, we find out that he made a deal with Swamp Thing to be like, you do me this solid, I'll do you a solid later. Right. And Swamp Thing's like, eh, all right, we'll do it. I'll take it. And so in this issue, it's Swamp Thing coming to him and be like, remember that favor you owe me? Um, looking for Abigail. You want to help me find her? So Hellblazer helps him introduce him to somebody, right? Right. And he's like, that's my deed. All right, adios. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's the the Swamp Thing Hellblazer interactions I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. I like, you know what? I can't help it. But I think I like Swamp Thing over Groot because I see Swamp Thing small and I'm like, holy shit, that's great. I see Groot, I'm like, okay, he's small fucking tree. But I see Swamp Thing. He's got his like swampy face. I'm just like, oh, that's fuck. That's great. I laugh. I In terms laugh. of looks, I mean, they're yeah. very different characters. I know they are way different. Oh, by the way, Wonder Woman, I give it a seven out of ten. No, oh. because it, it was the story. I said slow. Yeah, right there, slow. Okay, it's okay. The art was okay, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. the art a lot more. Um, but Hellblazer, I give it an eight. Um, I like the interactions between the two. The art was better on this issue than the Rebirth, I believe. Mm-hmm. But there's certain parts in this book that, that flashback just, stuff I don't give a shit about what's right that? now. About the in the past, in like the 1800s, where the dude's gonna assassinate. Oh, yeah. I was. I know it's gonna pay off later, but I'm like, you know. But don't give a the fuck. thing I was gonna say was is that this book so much like tries to be mature, but knows it can't be. So that kind of holds back a little bit. I wish it was like a mature book. Right. There's certain parts where you can tell like how this would have been when he was would swear, and this would be a more mature moment. But it's like no, it's a DC. I do like how they do the book. symbols though for the swearing. It's all like magics or like skulls or like st- like i just wish they would have like that. this would have been they would have inter- reintroduced it as a vertigo series to like try to bring vertigo back oh yeah because I mean, it's trying to go through research right now with unfollow and you guys had that twilight children book and, like there's <laughs> certain things over there in mm-hmm. sheriff of babylon like it's trying to come back and like this would have been something to be like 
Hey, Hellboy, do you remember that? That's more of a popular well, character. Well, you know what happened with Vertigo, right? Like they had their yeah, president right. fired or whatever. Yeah, but I just mean, yeah. like that would have been a good thing to bring right. there. Yeah, but you look at all the other books that Vertigo has, Clean Room, Sheriff of Babylon. Mm-hmm. It's all books that aren't, they're independent books. They're not yeah. related to comics. Well, that's stuff. what I mean. Like or I don't feel like this needs to be related to the DC Universe right. to tell the story. You could just have it be its own thing. Maybe even put in the DC Universe, but be like, this is DC, but be like a mature book. Yeah. Because I think I think something's missing if it's a DC book. Well, because they do that over at Marvel when they make Max books. Like that's what it's, this feels like it needs to be mm-hmm. to like tell a more mature story. Just because I feel like Constantine needs to be a mature person. Otherwise, he's just anno- like the things he does is annoying rather than just being like Helpful. an asshole. Yeah, he needs to be an asshole because he's always been an asshole. But now it's time to be an asshole. He's just annoying, right? Because he can't like do the asshole things that he. The eat. comedy in this was great, so I guess yeah, that I like adds that. to that. But yeah, I agree that it should be a little more. But I think brutal. They're. I mean, that show wasn't that popular. It is, it's like, has a cult following, kind of. So I think they're trying to cater to that universe. Like, oh, you like mm-hmm. that show? The show wasn't mature. We can do that kind of thing. Right. But it's uh, like, dude, that, that's that, not who he is. But that also failed. So, like, right. <laughs> trying to bring it, it back. Bring it back to the thing that made it popular. Right. What else do they have? Oh, next page. What does it say, Alex? Background number two? Spoilers, yeah. Written by Hope Larson, art by Raphael Abaherke, colors by Dave McCaig. So. Barbara, where's she doing in this issue? Barbara? <clears throat> no, where's she? She's in Singapore with her cop friend. No. Cop. Well, no, but cops. Cop's son. son. Right. They are. Now, are they hanging out? Okay. I'm confused. Are they moving everywhere together? Well, he told her. He's like, um, I, I'll get that didn't, hotel. Didn't that's start, okay. okay. It started as like a safe house kind of situation, though, right? Like, where the the first thing was a coincidence. Air oh. quotes. And now he's intentionally moving. And now he's them. like, oh, I'm going to stick with you. And she's like, oh, all right. But so, then they get kind of together. Yeah, and say in this one they kind of get their he moves. Yeah, he he wants to date her. She's unsure. If she wants to date him, and now she is look. She even brings up the tattoo that the schoolgirl had in her arm, saying that it means student or pupil. She's looking into getting into the MMA, which was referenced in the first book. <laughs> what a fucking old man! The MMA. Yeah. She's looking at looking into that. Just MMA. Yeah, but it's the mixed. Do martial you say arts. the MTV? Yeah. The mixed mar- It's mixed martial arts. No, nope, the, the mixed. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go do the, the fighting. <laughs> the art was great. The, say, hey Mary, I was gonna say you had a complaint about Raphael Burke's art and what? But, no, from the first issue because you said it looked rushed. Does it look rushed in this one? I don't care for how Babs looks. Yeah, that's her face. Okay, in my head, Barbara's a really attractive girl. Mm-hmm. The whole time, she kind of looks like a butterface. <laughs> like everything she else is fine. Like, um, Whenever she smiled with her teeth, yeah, she looked like a hillbilly. Yeah, Rabbi Raphael Albuquerque has an issue with drawing people that don't look like vampires. Because American Vampire it fits. Maybe that's like the thing. They all look like they're vampires. But American Vampire, yeah, they all look like sharp teeth and like sharp faces, and it's like that's how he draws his vampires in that yep. issue in American Vampire. So like whenever I see something like that in another book, I'm like, but they're not a vampire. Yeah. Quit drawing them like that. And it's always that's the girls. What, it's always Babs the girls. Looks. Yeah, Babs looks like that. And I can't get over that the dude is Huck with black hair. You know it. Although I was jealous, I would like to have been on that skyscraper. Pool. Maybe that's how he tracks her. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Crossover. But the story, like the storyline and the dialogue in this issue, I liked a lot. I also liked, and this is just like does it me a me thing. I'm, but like in modern comics now, they don't do thought bubbles anymore. They do captions for people's thoughts. And in this issue, she brought back thought bubbles. She did a lot. And of I loved bubbles. it. Yeah. I enjoyed I it. it. Her inner thoughts, I thought were great. Being like, like she's like doing things in the issue, saying things in the issue that counteract what she's thinking. But I like that it's actually current. It's in the moment. It's, That's what I mean. It's, right. it's, it's like, not over. She'll like kiss. Uh, what is his name? Kai. 
K-A-I. She kisses Kai, and she's like, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you want to go for a date? Sure. Like, she's like, sure. And she's like, I shouldn't. Like, I don't know. He, and then she's fighting. And she's fighting. I like, she's I like, I like the too. Sunday through Saturday or whatever it was yeah, when right. she's going the through the week. That was thing. good. Mm-hmm. And I like how she slowly got better at fighting. And uh, oh God, what was the, oh, the final fight with the girl has the right. same tattoo as the school girl from issue one. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you two because you read the last series <sighs> mm-hmm. and you've read Sorry. Batgirl for a long time. I saw a lot of people complain online that they say that a, they don't like how she's going for Kai when she should, she's in love with Dick, um, Grayson, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, and also like, how, it's like we said last couple episodes, how she's <laughs> talking about going back to Burnside, Burnside, Burnside. People are like, no, she should go back to Gotham. She needs to go back to Gotham. That was too good. Uh, <laughs> she loves Dick. Oh, <laughs> like all these things people are saying are yeah. out of character. Are they out of character for her? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily out of character, but when you read other books, if if Nightwing and Batgirl are in the same continuity, and I thought they were, I thought they are, they are. So then I, she, because we weird. talk about in the last issue that she's in Tokyo, but in Nightwing, she's pissed at Dick, so they kind of have like an on again, off again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with the editing team with that because Batgirl seems because I'm reading Batgirl and the Birds of Prey also. That one takes place after. She's done with this all this Tokyo. So her in Tokyo right now is technically in the past. But then Nightwing is present, but must also be in the past because she's still in Tokyo. Yeah. And so I can see where people get mad like, what the hell? She's cheating on Dick. Like She's going to go on a date with him, Grayson. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Every time. Uh, I'm going to start calling him Richard. Yeah, they, they they start this, calling him Grayson. You don't run into this penis problem. Hey, do you want? let me get a side tangent here. I recently watched um, because I enjoy... Hate watching stuff to hate myself more. I watched Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh, <laughs> Holy geez. shit! Yeah, you messaged me at like three in the morning one night. And I was That's like, horrible. I woke I'm watching up for Batman work. Forever, <laughs> and I was like, it, so in that movie, they, in that movie, actually, they call him Richard a lot. They don't call yeah. him Dick. Uh, but in that uh, movie, the dude's like fucking twenty three years old. His family dies, and he's and the commissioner brings him to. He's like. It's either with you or with the Foster family. The dude's fucking 23 years old. Ah, fuck. They're going to say he's 17 or some shit like no, that. No, because he, I, that's what I thought. I was like, I looked up and he was actually 25. I was like, what well, about he could be playing a teenager in the movie? In the fucking movie, they, call him they say, they go, you shouldn't be fighting crime. You should be hitting the college textbooks. If he's in college, he's old enough to be a fucking adult. I suppose. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any fucking sense. But then again, those last two movies, let's remember, they were built around toys, not stories. And then in that movie, he's like, he wants to kill Two Face. He's like, you can't kill Two Face. And he's like, I'm gonna be Rob. I'm gonna be a Robin. We're gonna go kill Two Face. You're gonna help me kill him. He's like, I'm not gonna help you kill Two Face. I don't kill people. And then at the fucking end of the movie, nothing's changed. Batman's like, uh, he goes, I need your help to go get Riddler and Two Face and go rescue. Um, what's her name in that movie? Chase Murray. Chase. And and. Robin goes, yeah, I'll help you out. Can't guarantee I won't kill Two-Face. Like, he hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. And Batman's just like, well, do what you gotta do. Man's gonna be his own man. I was like, the fuck, dude? Where did that come from? He also he's cool with killing him. And then at the end, at the end Batman, ba- then Batman basically kills him. And, and Throws all the coins in the sky. Throws all the coins. Two-Face is dying. And, and uh, Richard just smiles while he's dying. I'm like, fuck, dude. I would got dark quick. I would have pushed Batman <laughs> off. You took my kill. No, Richard's panting. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, yes, this is what I wanted. But the whole movie's like, Batman tells me, he goes, well, if you kill him, it's like, you're not going to get anything out of it. You think you want to kill him, but you don't. 
Like you're just going to go down a darker circle. Like you don't want to go that way. And he kills him and he enjoys it. And I'm like, where's the moral in this movie? <laughs> For me, the moral was letting uh, Richard keep the innocence of not killing. Batman takes one for the team. So I bring this back to Batgirl, though. Why the fuck did you even bring that up? Oh, because you're talking about Richard. But, oh, okay. But another oh, side it. tangent real quick about Batman and Robin. Just This is real quick. <laughs> yeah. In that movie at the end, he gets a suit that is the Silver. basically the New 52 Nightwing one with the red uh, thing. And I was like, that's what fucking... That's where the Dan DiDio song was like, we got to make that red. All right. He's all Batman and Robin. What nice influence for Dan DiDio. Uh, yeah, gotta love those nipples on the back. So what did you get back, Grove, too? I give it a... I give it an eight. This is probably one of those... Give it a nine. This is probably one... God, you're just so easy. I'm going to lowball it. I'm going to give it a seven because that first issue I thought was way better. And I want to point out this more. is the first time that I have actually graded something better than Garrett. Garrett. I don't know. I just give it a seven because... Uh, I give it a nine just because you said everyone's one of the art, like the faces. I'm like... Yeah. All right. Art's kind of... I think the plot, like... I like it. I like it, but what ha- I mean, what happened? Like, she... So she gets beat up by the schoolgirl, like, fuck, gotta figure this out. Well, I'm gonna go do MMA. It's more about her trying to figure out, like, how to balance. But the whole reason she went there was to go meet Fruit Bat. Fruit Bat's not in this issue. And now she, she's not being trained by of, her But no, she met Fruit Bat and actually yeah. learned... Now she's trying to learn what it means to... Um, what was the moral of the story that Fruit Bat told her, though? You know the weird thing is I read this. Get rid of the past. Right. You can't. You the, can't move forward if the without, past is. That's right. Right. Like that. But I just thought the. I mean the MMA, MMA fighting school. I like that, that panel when she got knocked out. It's pretty cool. Well, I think it was. One? Oh yeah. I it's think it was K-O more exciting to see one. She got distracted by the tattoo. Yeah. And then to actually see her lose, it wasn't like the, oh I gotta come back and beat the crap. out I also love too right. when she was sitting there. She's like okay. Let me do some detective work. Let me go back and look at when she was trying to figure out like let me get some clues from my memory and she saw that tattoo. Like that's how she she has a good memory to do that. She got identical. I like that. I like those panels too. I enjoyed it. I, this is I this was a good, good book. It's pretty good considering that Hope Larson, I believe, has never written a comic before. And usually, people who don't have never written comics before don't do a good job. They like tend to overwrite. And this one, I feel like the flow of it is very great. Like it's fast, quick, mm-hmm. and there's true. good things like within the issues that I don't know. It might be Albuquerque, it might be her. There's things in the issues that are somebody usually who knows more how to use comics as a medium. And so like, I don't know she's doing, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think my, uh, between Hope Larson and Albuquerque, I would actually think Albuquerque is less good than Hope Larson. I'm actually enjoying the story more than I'm enjoying the art for the fact that much like when I watch Batman movies or something, I hear who's playing, I hear the actor and not the character. I agree with you. I'm but seeing characters yeah. recycled and, they're not meant to be, I guess. What I was, what I guess I meant by that was there's some panel work that I like, and I don't know if that's him or if that's her. Because sometimes, if that's in the script, that's her. But if he, sometimes in the scripts, they'll just write, okay, do whatever you want with this fight. And then mm-hmm. the artists do it. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's him or So it, it's good, but I agree. That's why it doesn't get a 10 I like for that, me. I like that the art's the same through each issue, but I mean, eventually you may want to throw in a rotating artist just so he has more time to flush out his I work think they will. I think they announced two of them. Really? Okay. I think this is one of those that the first arc, Albuquerque, second arc, Whomever it would be. I don't know. I'm enjoying this. I'm glad to be back. David Aha, you think it's going to call? If Aha was on any book, I would get it. Hands down. No, yeah. wait, wait. That's Is not true. Is he coming true. up later? Is he coming up later? Is he? For Spoilers? what? Spoilers? For the feature? It, I would love to. I would love for him to be there. <laughs> Blue Beetle Rebirth number one. Right over Steve. Alex's head. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Steve. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Story by Keith uh, Giffen and uh, Scott Collins. They both did the story. And the script, though, was by... Giffen and the Arts by Collins with colors by Romoldo Fajaro. 
uh, Junior? By the way, I'm just pointing this out here. This is going to be our least popular episode because moi talks the least. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Beetle Rebirth number one. In this issue, we have what happens, Garrett? Um, we get Jaime back as Blue Beetle. Um, kind of interacts with some of his friends. Um, and then he gets, it's kind of like Batman Beyond where Bruce Wayne's always calling him like, dude, you got to come in, get, get some shit done. And then he's always like, oh, fuck, I have to go to work again because this guy just can't fucking be chill about it. And so he goes in, meets up with Ted Cord, and then they're going to fight, um, what is it? Rack and Rick or something? Whatever the two people are. It was Rack and something. Yeah. So basically they're working together to fight crime. And Ted Cord is so obsessed with Blue Beetle. And Jaime is like, well, it's attached to my fucking back, so I don't have a choice. I'm going to, I mean, I'll do the best I can until Ted can figure out a way to get this off my fucking back. What, so, what did you think of the art and story overall? Okay, to start off with, horrible, horrible, horrible choice of a first cover. That cover's shit. I'm just saying to the book. The art overall, I mean, I liked it. I don't know if I liked how um, Blue Beetle looked himself. He looks kind of skinny. His, um, he looked like when he was in the suit. Yeah, his. I don't know. The suit didn't look good to me. The one they did for the New Fifty Two, I think, looked a lot better. Like it looked like this one looked more slender. He looked like he was wearing a Spider-Man outfit that was blue, and then just added wings to it. So I don't know. I wasn't very fond of the suit, but. I mean, the story, and I don't know. I wish there was something more that Blue Beetle would fight against than the, like these two to start. Blue Be- Beetle Rebirth number one, I give it a five out of ten. Really? Why? Here's why. I think yeah. the art was inconsistent. There's yeah, some the parts, art really took away. Like, during that it. fight, there's some parts where I was like, what the fuck's going on? I don't even know what's going on. Mm. But also, like, people's faces, like, morph between panels. Oh, and I, I was like... I don't know. It was inconsistent for me, and but I've never liked Scott Collins. Like he oh. did flashback with Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. Whenever it was his issues, I never liked it. So it might just be a bias that I don't like his art. Okay. The story itself was good. I liked the story. Yeah, see, that's the, what I think was the best part was the story. Yeah, I liked Ted Cord a lot in the issue, but these two, <laughs> or Scott Giffins because he did the script. Like the story overall was good, but he doesn't. Know how, I don't think he knows how to write kids. They didn't yeah. ever sound like kids to me. They sounded like what somebody, an old man, would think what kids would talk like in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And especially during, uh, I talked about this earlier when we were at the shop, there's fucking two pages devoted to them. <laughs> talking Some, about sneezing. Somebody sneezes and, they grow, and he goes, bless, she sneezes and he goes, bless you. Her, they're friends. And she goes, bless you. And they had a whole like two-page debate about when to say bless you, what does it mean? And then Hame comes up and I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's like a quick thing he'll overhear while walking up to them and then they'll stop talking about that. <laughs> fucking last a page longer though with them going over about what to say right. and i was like one of these guys seriously thought was like that's what kids are talking about these days like they're gonna be like they like to be uh argumentative they like to get, the, get into the baits it seems to be like almost had a moral to the story i would have rather them have been like trying to fake them being like oh guys we're on twitter like try to do that kind of right. thing rather be like oh let's have a two-page conversation about about uh blush and it's that's all like that and then he gets a call to get out of there so right. that's my only impression of his friends and him it's like some fucking not, no reason to have that in there but then like the tech core stuff see that's what I think I don't think he knows how to write kids because mm-hmm. the tech core stuff was good when he was yeah. a blue, blue beetle like the dialogue between him and the enemies was okay right 
but it wasn't but like all the stuff between him and his friends i was just like come on dude. i think the jamie ted cord part of the book the sec the last two-thirds of the book was good um but art yeah kind of poor i hope there's a different artist i'm gonna get yeah, the I next issue for sure i, I like okay i'm too excited that ted cord's back on blue beetle book but i'm kind of pissed that he doesn't have like his role in it it's kind of annoying like he's not he i wish he had i think he was more i know he's a jokey guy I would hope he'd be more the, the more scientific kind of guy, but he's not really. He's more like the annoying guy in the movie that's like the tech guy. And he's right. like, yeah, like every time he hits somebody, yeah, do that. Like every like, crime show serials, like assistant person. Oh, also, this is <laughs> the, the first time. rebirth one since they were in the DC Universe rebirth thing. This is the first rebirth one that like goes back and basically does that whole thing again. The whole the whole thing they were in the DC Universe rebirth, that whole segment of them, yeah. it's in this comic again. Oh, really? Like word for word. When Dr. Fate shows up. Oh, right. And they're having to talk, and then he leaves. Talk. That's the same thing from... Oh, so, yeah. Dr. Fate was great in that. So what a way to, like, part of your script be like, and then we'll put that thing that Jeff Johns don't put in this book, too. We'll mm-hmm. do that again. <laughs> it's right. Like, come on, dude. It's cool that Dr. Fate's in there. I, I, I would rather have seen somebody else in gold show up in that book, <laughs> not fucking Dr. Fate. Yeah. I want to see Booster Gold yeah, I show Booster, up in that I book. see, and that's why I think I want to keep you in this book, because I'm hoping that he'll show up and take Court be more in it. Yeah. And then fuck Green Lanterns. This will be the buddy cop book of the century. Yeah. But... It's like I was hoping this would be after that point because I wanted mm-hmm. more Doctor Fate and more of that kind of story, right? And that's why I was excited to get into this Blue Beetle thing. And then I find out that it takes place like before. It's mm. like, All right, well, yeah, it was okay. Give it another shot. Yeah, we'll issue. see. I'll look at it definitely. I'll give it a peek. <laughs> the Flash number five, written by Joshua Williamson, pencils by Felipe Buenapi, colors by Ivan Plan. Man, these people got some fucked Plas- up last names. Placenta? Placentia? Placenta. <laughs> what did you think of this issue? Flash, this conclusion of this Godspeed arc, or is it? No. No, no way. What are you talking about? Since he just this showed conclusion, back up. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is my favorite issue of the series so far, I would say. Um, I always love, I know it was only the first half, when you see a superhero like on their day off kind of thing. I like that. I think it humanizes them more. Um, yeah, of course, every issue you're going to see them be a superhero or whatever, but I also like to see their humanity. So that part was fun for me. And I don't know, weird that Barry was, he has a new love interest. All right. Well, now that I have the day off, I'm going to go have lunch with my really close lady friend. <laughs> I was like, no. well, to be fair, I wouldn't want to date Iris in this book. She's not attractive. She's not attractive at all. The other girl's like, oh, that's a good looking suit. Iris you. from the TV show or like any other iteration of Iris in the comics. Let's like say hot. in uh, New 52, thought Iris was super smoking hot. Really? Like, oh, yeah, okay. Harry's pretty quick to get with the lady, though. Like, yeah. Well, that's what happens when yeah, he's the, the Flash. She yeah, finds yeah. out she has powers, and they have to go on a couple of missions, and he's like, I'm Barry Allen. <laughs> and she's like, oh, all right. Well, it sounds like uh, Batman Forever. Hey, <laughs> this is who I am. Okay. Did you read it, Al? Yeah. And I liked it. I, I thought um, the art, this is different art. Art is fantastic. The, there it is again. The title page. The, the colors on that title page um, are pretty fantastic when they're looking at that sunset. I think that covers the artist we've seen before because I saw that and I was like, ooh, I'm already getting a headache looking at like yeah, the flash drawing. The, the covers by the um, artist who did the first two or three. Okay, yeah, I didn't like his art that much. But I, I, I have to admit from issue was four and five have been really good with the new artist. There were a little inconsistencies about the art, like faces, especially towards the end when they were like fighting. Well, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I, I forgave that a little bit because I was like, I don't know if the speed's affecting their faces. I'll give you that. What if they're stretched out because they're running so fast? 
I like Barry's new gang, though. I like the yeah, I August like, Hart. Like, he's really cool. The whole storyline like of, like, the Flash Corps, basically. Like, he's yeah. training them and shit like that. Like, yeah. that's really enjoyable. And Wally's part in it. That was fun. I enjoyed yeah. every bit of Wally's. I like Wally in this issue. And I felt like, you know how she's training with whatever Barry's new girlfriend is? I was Mina. thinking... Yeah, Mina. I was just thinking, you know, like, oh, I'm going to meet you here every single day at 2 o'clock. And then, all right, well, talk to you later. Then she goes and sees Godspeed, and Godspeed, like, killed her. She was kind of pushy in this, ep- this issue, though. Hey, Wally, you should come inside. I don't want to come inside. Well, you should come inside. No, I don't want to come inside. Who do you think Godspeed is? Think it's somebody we know already or is somebody going to be new? You know, I always wanted to think right away at the beginning. It was August Hard or whatever. And I, it still could. Well, like, I don't know if it could be because he's never in the same. They're not in the same scenes ever. You know, I, I think, think it's Iris. Oh, really? I was going to say I think it's Iris. Who? What's her, his girlfriend's name? Mina? Mina. Mina, yep. But she no, she was fighting him. Yeah, she's. I, I think it's a future version of her. Oh, so kind of like the TV show, yeah. uh-huh. and like trying to take all their powers to get more speed. Damn, oh. that'd be cool. That would be sweet. We'll explain why she's not there at the end. Yeah, she can't kill herself. Or maybe she, it is her, and she like made two of herself. Right. She's so fast, mm-hmm. and then like made herself die. That way, oh no, that way you don't think it's. Actually Would make her. more sense of her powers that she can track you. Yep, that's what I mean. Like that, they give me, oh, I can track people. I can I track think people. This Godspeed's See, it's always speedsters. somebody that's close yeah. and makes you feel good. They're God, the ones that fucking Godspeed's break you. like finding all these speedsters and taking their powers. And she, ironically, like coincidentally, has the oh, power to yeah. find other speedsters. Right. So Ooh, Wally, say, come here. Let's, yep. let's get some let's explain speed. why she's more pushy. But maybe she's like, maybe her plan is she wants to fatten <clears> up all these speedsters with more speed force, and then she takes them. So she's helping them learn so that she can absorb a final form of how fast they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Like Frieza? Yeah. Final form? That's what I'm hearing. It's not even a final form. 9,000. <laughs> All right. We have a new feature this week. Calling it Create a Comic. Fucking Marvin put comic book dream team here. Thought Lame. You, thought you were uh, going back to the Olympics. We're doing a little dream team. Dream team? Eh, sort of. All right. Yeah. So Marvin just... So what's the script? Some of the notes. Con- it's okay. You pick a writer, got it, of any of any choice, a artist of any choice, and they are either tackling a character slash storyline, um, slash genre. I mean, so your dream team for a book? Yes, <laughs> your dream team for a book, but the dream team isn't the only thing. It's about a character too. So, so what do you have? Why are you asking me first? I'm okay, I'll go first. Actually, you know what? Before I, we get into it, because you said just do one each. Yeah. I have three quick ones that I was just like, I want to see. three? Oh, I only did one. I did oh, two. I have four. Four teams? Yeah. Holy but fuck. But the three, the, the first three, I'm just, it's just a quick thing being like, this team already have done work together, and I want to see them tackle this character. Okay. So the team that did Moon Knight. I have two then. I have two. The team that did Moon Knight, Warren Ellis, Declan Shelby, Jordy Belair. I want to see them do the question for DC. Oh, shit. That'd be good. Uh, the team that did Vision. Yep. I want to see them do Martian Manhunter for DC. Yeah. Especially since uh, two of them already do work for DC a lot. One of them is exclusive. Yeah. John Joe. Just got to bring over um, Walta. And, oh, I only, no, I had, um, fuck, I didn't write it down. The team for Batman before, Scott and Greg Capullo. Uh, Capullo. I want to see them do uh, Captain America. That's what I wrote. Oh, that'd be good. Damn. That would be good. Okay. But uh-huh. in terms of my dream t- team, they create a comic one, the main one. Yep. I went a different route about this. So I was sitting there and I was looking actually at all the Rebirth titles recently because I was kind of figuring out like what's coming out still, what hip came out, try to cut it down a little bit because right now I'm still getting all of them. I think the only thing I've dropped is two Titans. of them. Titans and Batgirls. Back, You're getting Harley Quinn? No. But I mean like the things I picked. Oh, right. 
Yeah, so, so you guys were saying, oh, I collect all, I get all these books. Lies. So I put together a list being like, these, two are on the, these, these ones are on the cutting block, you know, and mm-hmm. I'll eventually drop them. But then I noticed something that I forgot about. They have a, JL, a JLA book that they said, JLA is coming out, but they didn't announce a writer or, or an artist because they said that's secret until later. But they have it coming out by the end of the year. Or so like, I think, end of the year, beginning of the year, next year. So I was like, you know what? My dream team is going to be who I want to take over that book. <clears throat> and what I have down here is... Written by Jonathan Hickman. Of course. Art by Isaac Rubik. Ooh. Oh, okay. Because Isaac Rubik did the God of Thunder um, the God arc. Bomb. God Bomb arc. So he draws very, it's very like a painted style, like gods. And people always refer to DC as more like gods. And so just to make the Justice League. And so like I like to see his art on there. But also like Jonathan Hickman, I like it to like be a long form thing. and be like kind of what he did with Avengers New Avengers. Not necessarily the same thing, but like taking this team and doing a long form mark to like make it an epic book make it this thing that like Puts why would DC you keep back it on the why would you yeah but also like why would you keep it secret for so long if the team is not going to be huge right not going to be something that you're going to be like this is like the biggest thing we've ever done and so i want to see those two get on that book and i think have they worked together before i believe they have like there's something hickman and rubik yeah i'm not sure i wouldn't know that'd be a you that'd be a you question yeah. I, don't know. I believe they have Maybe they haven't, but I'd like if they haven't. It's great. I think they could work. Together I wonder together. if Rubik did some event that Hickman was writing, like he was on well, one of his books. Oh, so he did Secret Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, they worked together. Secret Wars. Yeah, we're three. We're I was gonna say. I was thinking. I was like, no, I know <laughs> for sure say, he's the Thor artist. Yeah, he so was like doing events. So. Like the team that did Secret Wars, I want to see that for JLA. Like, go ahead and like take that, make it a grand. grand. I know John the Hickman wants to do Legion of uh, what's it? Superheroes. That thing. That'd be sweet. I've I've never. Like Never gotten into Legion? Oh, no, dude. I've tried to a couple of times, but it's, yeah, but you know that if Hickman did it, I'm if he sure did it, I absolutely it. would read it. I think right. we talked about when Black Monday Murders came out. Anything he does, I'll read. Yeah. I think there's more for him to work with if he did Legion, though, because there's so many there future is. characters. But I like nice. what to take like and take JLA and make it like this epic book that like tells a story that you need to be invested in in the Jonathan Hickman style. I think would work great for a grand team like that. Well, so I, I I think Legion, yeah, there, there's more open area for Hickman to pick up, but I think. Already having characters established. Don't you dare cut me off. I saw that leaning forward. (laughs) (laughs) But already having characters established, I'd like to see his take on Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. This team team aspect of these guys. I think that's why I wanted to do names. But like the Legion thing, I think he could get away with more because, you know, DC really doesn't care that much. Oh, because do whatever you want. You can take over and do whatever you want. But I would like to see them to trust them and be like, oh, you want to do JLA? Go on and do it. But I don't want to just see JLA be. Justice League people. I want to see JLA be like some of their like what Avengers was, where yeah, where it's like he he finds these obscure characters that have been in DC and like uses like them. Mister Terrific, like or a Booster Gold, or a be on the team and like you know these people who would yeah. make a nice dynamic and then like use that to be like Justice League of America. And I would hope that maybe it could be like a grand like like Avengers New Avengers was like these people are like together because some of them are for space, some of them are for the, like uh, secret missions, some of them are for the Earth. Like, get together a team that could do everything and put them in a situation that's going to be in a grand adventure. And that's what I'm, I would hope for for that book. Okay. Now, when they were going to announce that team, I don't know. But I saw that on the list and I was like, they must be hiding that for a reason. Well, I'm sure it's got to be within the next anything. month or two because solicitations for January and December are going to be coming out in what? At least October? Yeah. So by October, we'd either have to know or it's not going to come out until later. That is good detective skills. October, that's New York Comic Con. We can yeah. announce it. Good work. Thanks. What did you have? Uh, okay. 
Now, I did just kind of throw this together, but we were talking about um, Nightwing. And yeah. when I was asking Garrett Bounce and ideas, I love Spider-Man. And I know I don't know a whole lot. I know a lot about him, but I stopped reading him because I hate Dan Slott. So I came up with, and you mentioned an artist that I was oblivious to until you mentioned him. I would love to see Nick Spencer write the story and have uh, AHA do the art. Kind of, kind of like no, no for Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. Yeah, I want to get a Spider Man book. Yeah, that'd be and great. David Ha's done work for Spider Man, I believe. No, we thought it was Aha for that Electro run in the Gauntlet. It's not. It was someone else. I think he's done it before. <laughs> but he's no, he's done King Ben. But I, I, I was asking uh, Garrett here who would be a good comedic writer, and I was drawing blanks because obviously Joe didn't Kelly. do my homework. <clears throat> but he goes, Nick Spencer would be. Probably a good choice, and I've read the fix is good. I what I've read of Superior Spider or Superior Foes of Spider Man has been good. He's a funny writer; he can write well. Uh, and I w- I almost have the the set in my head would be like what Hawkeye was when Matt Fraction and Aha did it with Hollingworth doing the the colors. I also had a second one. What if uh, Celie and is it Janin or Yannin for Spider Man? I say Janin because I tell you what. That would be fantastic art. For which one? If if uh, if Janin did Spider Man art, mm. I would get every issue. What do you got? All right, so this one's kind of my quick one to start, just because it's an existing team. Rick Remender and Sean Murphy on e and uh, a Wolverine title. Ooh, but like I mean, more of a I, manly ooh, but yeah, like something <laughs> like a hunt, like something like kind of like Old Man Logan. Like he doesn't have the yellow outfit or anything, like. It's more. I want it to be kind of like a Wolverine Max kind of series. What about um, X Force? I could do that too. Yeah. Recommender's on X Force before. Oh that. yes, yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't read so, but just Wolverine himself though. I had to see him kind of like doing some kind of story and like maybe when he's just starting out or, you know, just his origin or what have you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Marvin's wearing his fucking glasses upside down. Uh, I I was ignoring him. So, would you like to see if Jeff Lemire stopped doing Old Man Logan? He, them to take. Did you say Rick Remender? I yeah. said Rick Remender. That dude's not going to do super. I mean, this is dream. Right. This is dream. But team. That dude's done with like. Well, just because I think DC. what Rick Remender can do so well is get inside the mind of a character and strip him down. Um, so I think, if, if I may, not to I mean, bust. If on, he had no editor. Yeah. So if this, if you're right, if it was a Wolverine Max, because right. it might. How Limited. I imagine how I would imagine it being would be. Wolverine got impaled or got the shit kicked out of him or is bleeding everywhere. And then in my head, I hear the crutch, uh, lungs deflated, heart bursting. What did you say mm. for the artist? I'm sorry, I was doing my bit. I wasn't paying attention. Sean well, that Murphy. Sean Murphy. This Sean is, Murphy. Yeah. I'm going to take this chance to I'm point Wolverine. out the captain of the ship, not a part of the ship. <laughs> I, was looking up, fucking thing. I was looking up David Aha. He's done Spider Man before. Yeah, he's done some art for that for covers, he? but not, I don't think he's ever done. Because I know he did the last cover I knew he did was that Star Wars one with the stormtroopers on. I it. found at least three Spider Man covers he's done, but Buying I don't know about all. the interiors though. Buying them all. But yeah, Sean got, Murphy, yeah, is if yeah, very rough style. That'd be great, mm-hmm. Wolverine. But you're right, it would have to be like a Max, right? Like if they're going to do just Wolverine. Intense. Yeah, I want to see because like Old Man Logan's doing that for me, but I would need pictures something. Okay. Obviously, there's old man Logan right now. Right. Original Logan, dead. Is he dead? 
We're yeah. just encasing that. I don't think he's dead. I think he's just stuck. I think, but I think you got to be dead by this point. I mean, if he if can he suffocate, can't, he can't eat. If he can be drowned, but he should. He be can able drown. To he suffocate. can suffocate. You can decapitate him and throw his head. I know there's not a little hole, and somebody's been feeding him. Well, my, I, but that's the. I assume he has to eat. Well, I guess his body well, can no. eat itself and then just heal. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying so. too. But I, let me pitch you something. Okay. The Return of Logan limited series. Oh shit! Rick Remender, Sean Murphy. That fucking amazing. Starts with him breaking out of that antimantium. You just see like one. And he comes out and he's like all bloodied up, and he's like comes out and he's like, "I'm going to get revenge." Right. Like that. Oh, that'd be so great. Um. Now this one. See, I got two more. This next one. Um. Do you guys? I don't know if you're familiar with John Boy Myers' art. Yeah, he's going to be on Teen Titans. He's been on Spawn, and he's going to be in the new Teen Titans. But Jeff Johns and John Boy Myers, wait for it. Yeah, this might blow your fucking mind, people. You're going to be like, what? Wonder Twins. <laughs> Get the Wonder Twin. I think the Wonder Twins deserve to have their own comic. Like, they're yeah. such a C-list characters that should be brought back into the mainstream. Using I said to make sure my ears weren't bleeding. <laughs> Using C-list, I think, is generous. I know, but... D-list. Although the weird thing like, is... that's just like him because they're twins. Okay, that could be it. But it's kind of like that's somebody that could at least be brought into Hickman's run for JLA or something. I wouldn't like seeing a reinterpretation. In, Is that what you mean? Huh? Yeah. I want to see them modernized because they haven't been in any. I'd rather see Jeff come back and do a Booster Gold series, but. Yeah, that's true. If you want to do Wonder Twins, that'll sell. Yeah. No, it won't. But. What? Wonder Twins? You don't think? <laughs> it will sell because of Jeff Johnson. It'll sell, it sell for the team. Yeah. Wonder Twins, they come back. You mean mature? Mm-hmm. You mean like a mature book, Wonder Twins? Like uh, I think so that's why I picked John Boy's art because I think they're more fun. Like, you want it, you want it to come back and just be fun. Yeah, I want it to be Beast Boy times two playing off each other, solving. I want them to come back and they're like the X Force and they're starting to like do jobs. <laughs> the Wonder Twins starts killing people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd get that book. That'd be it'd be yeah, it, it would turn Wonder Wins activate into Terminate. Be like the Wonder Hanna, Wins Terminate. Be like all the Hanna Barbera uh, reimagines. They make them more mature. Do that for Twins. Super Friends. That's what. It, oh, screw this JLA. Jonathan Hickman, it's like Rubik, super friends. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so you have another one you said? No, I already told you. Celia and uh, Janet. I'm still wanting a Spider-Man book that I'll actually enjoy. Wait, I thought your Spider-Man was AHA. Yeah, but I still, like, or I'd take Celia and Janet and do it. Oh, they were just the same thing. Yeah. Let me get you this. Let me tell you this. When I Are you going to pitch me something now, too? pitch you something, too. Okay. When I first started reading Spider-Man, they had what was called Spider-Man Brain Trust. It was not just one writer. It was like five writers, and they were rotate arcs. So we had Joe Kelly, Mark Wade, Mark Guttenheim, Dan Slott, and there was one more, I think. Let's just say the four right now. And then they had different artists on, on the books as they went on. So if you were if they were to bring that back, would you like them to be you know, new brain trust? Tim Seeley. Which, which could Tim, never happen. Is Tim DC exclusive? Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Because that's why he couldn't do that Blade book. Oh yeah, that's right. You just came these exclusive that book's not coming. I thought this was a dream team. So I was just telling <laughs> This is yeah, a dream. Actually, Team Seeley, who else did you say? Nick Spencer. Yep. These are pretty good dreams so far. So Pick so two far, more. I've been, I've been, two other writers. <clears throat> yeah, let me think about it and I'll get back to you then. Um Let me pitch you something right now. Oh, Spider Man, right? Yeah. Bring back uh Joe Kelly. He's been doing Spider Man Deadpool. You've been enjoying that? No. No? Sucks. Okay, let's take him out. I was actually gonna oh. say I was actually thinking Mark Wade. Mark Wade, bring him back. And then, uh, God, who did the art for um, Klaus? Dan Mora. Mora. I like, his art would be pretty good as a Spider-Man art. I got another one. 
But this is my coup de grace, the one that I would love to see the most, the actual dream. And it's kind of a cop-out because this team works together. But um, Wade and Samney and whoever their inker is, is it usually Blair? I don't know whoever does it with them. Um, on a Batman and Robin year one, like when Dick first becomes Robin. Like I I know that everyone knows the origin of that character or whatever, but I would, I would like to see Batman and a training. Robin training for the first time ever like batman like i want to see batman like getting used to having a sidekick and also have robin being used to having a mentor or like dealing with like dude you're not my fucking dad like my parents just died i don't i don't owe anything to you so i don't know i think waiting sammy that'd be fun because like dick's more acrobatic batman's very i wouldn't say clunky i I guess the way i've always understood how they are is jason todd is all pure muscle I'm not talking Todd. I know, but I'm, I'm oh, running. Yeah. I'm running down yeah. what they were. You've got speed was Damien, strength was uh, Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. More in- intellect would be Tim. I was gonna say well balanced would probably be Dick. Right. More and acrobat- even athletic. It, acrobatic. Yeah, I was, yeah, that might be more more appropriate, more acrobatic mm-hmm. than everyone else. And then Batman is the highest form of all those things, with you know a, yeah. a hint better for Damien being faster. But I think whoever that colorist is working with Sam, you know, like the shadows, like because they use a lot of good shadow work in like Daredevil and right now Black Widow. I think that would work really well in a Batman tale, kind of balancing color off shadows and whatnot. So It'd be good. I'd enjoy that book. My actual dream team. When's Grant coming back to DC? Shit. Maybe he'll be JLA. Put the toys back in the box. No, he said. He recently said. I'm not recently, but I don't know how recently. But he said that he thinks superhero comics recently have been to um militarized mm. and so he wants to go back to like he doesn't like how they're so like violent nowadays he wants something to be more he likes that silver age kind of comics okay. that's more fun and he wants all the characters to smoke shrooms <laughs> but he likes the fun kind of stories like he made batman like the james bond kind of like adventurist rather than just like the military kind of batman that he is now mm. but like so i don't think he would come back and do jla but going back to your wonder twins thing Grant Morrison. I could see him on that. Grant sure. Morrison, Dan Mora, who did the They Both Take Klaus, bring him for Winter Twins. That'd be game. There you go. He, and then, then the Winter Twins, he can do whatever he wants with them, probably. They yeah. don't care. No editor is going to be like, oh, we haven't used these characters in forever. That Great. was the segment's comic book. Um, what's it called? Create a comic. Dream team. Create a comic. Create a Fine. comic. Create a comic dream team. There we go. So if we wanted to rate, review, subscribe to this show, where would we go? iTunes, you think? Google Play, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, go to all four. Subscribe on all four. Go ahead and just subscribe. Get this show four times. Then we're up to episode 40. Welcome to episode 40 of Wednesday Comics, the ship that will not stop. Go on SoundCloud, leave us a heart. Go on Stitcher, listen to us live and download. Google, go ahead and download. iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, leave us a review. Alex, what would you say? Five out of five? Of course. I give us some hearts. Give us some hearts to SoundCloud. Solid hearts. Every time you give a heart. Uh, I'd give us a 4.5 out of 5 just because Alex says fantastic all the time. That is true. <laughs> I would I would dunk Which is not very point. fantastic. Please write us reviews on iTunes and just say fantastic as you're because you can put like the topic and then you oh, write yeah. something with it. Just put fantastic. Yeah. I would love to see it. Fantastic. For every fantastic. time you post a review with fantastic, we get to hit Alex in the balls. <laughs> every time. I do not concur with that <laughs> message. And every time you leave a heart in a SoundCloud, an angel gets his wings. Find us on Twitter <laughs> at Wednesday Comics. 
W-E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S. You know how to spell Wednesday, you know how to spell comics. At Alex Pastrello, follow this guy. Uh, at A-L-E-X-P-R-O-S-T-R-O-L-L-O. Follow him to not see any tweets. Uh, <laughs> see a tweet from four years ago. It might be relevant today. I, don't know. Uh, it might, I think it was about Frozen. It's like a time capsule. Alex is waiting, and then like five years from now, he's going to go back and open it and be like, oh, that tweet's from nine years ago. <laughs> I'm sure by then Twitter will either be obsolete or upgraded to something else in nine years from now. I'll ask the president. He'll, he'll tell me what's going to happen with it. Follow Garrett at Garrett2188. Before G- you get into all that, that is the thing that made me the most mad in Detective. What? I forgot. The black line when Batman calls the president. Oh. Stupid. He, he tells him about the military? Yeah. You don't think Batman has a, a direct line to the president? Do you think the president gives a shit what Batman thinks? No. He's trying to save the world. I hated it. I, You know what? I'm kind of in the middle. Because when I saw that, I was like, you think really Batman gives a shit what the, what the president thinks? Like, he's going to do his own thing anyways. But he also was like, hey, I'm going to tell on these guys. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the thing. Is that it, <laughs> it seemed it, like the most fun Batman thing ever. They'd be like, well, it seemed like a tie to the 1960s guys, show. It is a government issue. He, at least he knows the root of where, hey, he, dude, you got the secret organization going on. Like, You don't think no he one. would just take them out? He was just like, I'm going to tell on you guys. I think it'd be more fun to watch Batman beat the shit out of them. And then they have to go back to the president going, yeah, that's why we got the shit kicked out of us. Oh. I'm in the middle, though. You, you don't want a direct line to the president? I have a direct line to the president. Where is it at? At Twitter. At M-A-R-V-I-N underscore S-A-L-G-U-E-R-O. I didn't spell Garrett's. G-A-R-O-T 2188. Follow this guy over here. Yeah, because I actually tweet. I haven't been in a while. But yeah, so don't fucking guy. lie. Everyone <laughs> I knows tweeted that like I'm a t- month ago. <laughs> yeah. That's better than your one every four years. Boom. <laughs> Just start tweeting more. Tweet your reviews out there. You're going to see, see a little early peek. Uh, follow Garrett. Follow me. And you... If you need, you can pretend to follow me. You know what? Follow me. If you need anything for the president to know, tell me. I got a direct line. I got that black phone. That black line. So I'm going to DM him. Let him know. Uh, I might DM and say, follow Alex. Got a time capsule going. We'll put that in the Smithsonian. You think he's in charge? I think he's in charge. (laughs) I don't think he's got kind of the nation to run. What isn't there? There's, um, God, what the fuck is it called? There is some sort of like national, like, yeah, it's called the Illuminati. It's the National Historic (laughs) Museum. Fuck, I'm gonna after the show I'm gonna be like, oh that's what it's called. And mm. but we'll put I'll tell him to put your Twitter handle on there. You should. You should. Right there. Actually, you know oh first thing you see when you walk in. They actually do forget put, that T Rex. They actually do, I don't know why. They actually do put the they took like a screenshot, not a screenshot, but like the last five years of tweets and they did put it into whatever this thing is that I'm thinking oh. of. So hmm. you might be in there. Maybe. You can follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics com. That's C O M because somebody had Wednesday Comics. Um, the fuck? Follow us on Wednesday Comics on Facebook. That's where we post a show every week. You start posting stuff on there. Probably this coming Little cool. updates. <clears throat> when we're reading books, even books we don't talk about on the show. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, see what we think of other books. Maybe, you know, put on, put on our Facebook page uh, maybe something you want us to check out. We'll check it out. You know, maybe there's something we're missing. Because last week, you remember, Dave told us about that one book. I never even heard of that book. What book? Oh, the, the, the India one? Yeah, Graphic India one. Yeah. So Devi, I think? Something like that. D-E-V-I. So, also, email us. WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. Alex, where is it at? WednesdayComics605 
605 at gmail.com. Yeah, it's too slow. That. Alex is too slow. I can't catch up. Send us an uh, email. You got a question. You know, we get questions. We could have a question segment, readers' questions. Or if you, like I said, want to get in contact with us, want us to read something, got, you know what? Disagree with us on, on a book? Let us know. Disagree with Alex on that black phone? Let us know. He does not like talking to the president directly. But I tell you what, I follow him on Twitter. And he follows me because he knows. Like I said in episode two. <laughs> He knows when there's great talent. And so he <laughs> Him, Paramount Pictures follows me. You know why we're making a new movie? Maybe he's just following you to make sure you don't fuck up. Same. And like screw Maybe over this country. Maybe he's not like a terrorist. Paramount Pictures follows me. We both do second direct message them. May I pitch them that Wonder Twins thing? You think they'll go for it? <laughs> Wonder Twins Maybe. movie? Could right. be money in there. Hey, I'd see Especially the movie. Make it more of the adult not yours, version. Hey, I'm talking about the mature one. Yeah, <laughs> I got Michael me. Bay right on top dollar. No, Did don't it? let Michael Bay take it. Everything will blow up. No, I think we yeah, I think we go Michael Bay. I think we go with the writers of uh, Team and Team because I like to see. Um, didn't they have like a little animal with them, monkey? In Team and Team, no Wonder Twins. Oh, yeah. I like to see him be a robot. Yeah, so I'm going to contact him directly. Transformer. Yeah, transform. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Transformer monkey. <laughs> Wait, I got it, guys. Wonder Transformers. So when they activate, they become one the robot. TMAT Transformers Wonder Twins crossover. Holy fuck. God, I resold it. I'm going to get so much money. You're welcome, Paramount. Uh, copyrighted. That's copyrighted. So if you listen to this, I already got it. I got direct line anyway. So you got direct line? No. <laughs> that line's not going to matter too much longer. <laughs> That's the show. I've been your host. Marvin, here's your host on the left. Alex, host hey. in front of me, Garrett. Yo. You want to say goodbye? See you later. Have a good weekend. Keep turning those pages. <laughs> <laughs>